2093. The Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Popo Report. Hey, 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 Chicago. Time to get your freak on. The Popo Report is back Saturday night, WSAM 890. Chicago, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, where we cover all the freaks in the news. Freak night, I like it. It's a cold freak night. It's all, well, yes, we, we don't discuss the weather generally, but yes, it is no. cold, right? You know, I think it's appropriate for this week. Want to know why? Because this is our Kelly weather. Want to know why it's R. Kelly weather? Tell me why. Cause, cause because it, it's in the teens, brother. Right, yeah. brother. That's right. It is R. Kelly weather. It's in the teens. And we lead off with R. Kelly. Huh? Robert, Robert, out of jail, made bond finally, right? I mean, I thought that guy had money, like, oh, just... Oh, I think not. I think All not. over the place, you know? I think he's got a problem. Uh, evidently, it took him a couple days to get out of to get out of the county, yeah. A friend had to come by and uh, loan him some cash. From Cashola. Uh, well, you know... Uh, friend he met on a cruise. An anonymous chick. A daycare operator. Daycare operator. Hey, man, it keeps, it keeps getting better, you know? Well... Thank God the daycare operator showed up because he'd be still eating bologna sandwiches down at 26th Street. Hey, man, bologna sandwiches, uh, they have stepped up their game. I don't know. think so, man, because he ran to McDonald's <laughs> like he was on fire when he got out of there. <laughs> he spent two nights in the county. Yeah. Protective custody, I'm sure. Oh, he was probably mental in the health uh, unit, mental right? health yeah. unit. Yeah. yeah. Not in Gen Pop because they would have had him, you know. Sing a couple tunes. We found out how much money he had because they'd have been saying, "Yeah, time to part with some of that dough." Robert, help your brothers out here. So yeah, yeah, he's finally out. Wow, he's out, and it's just uh, every day it's, the stories get worse and worse. What's the latest one, Loop? What's the latest headlines in the R. Kelly uh, case? Well, I mean, there's so many headlines, but I mean, I just wanted to point out: Did you listen, or did you hear that, uh, or did you see the press conference that uh, Greenberg had oh, yeah. when he made bail? And then um, a reporter was off to his Ooh. right. Uh, what was the reporter's name? Yeah, Jim. Jim DeRogotis. Oh, yeah. He's got a long... Not a fan. Not a yeah, fan. Not a fan. got a Kelly book coming out real soon. Exactly. Not a fan. I thought I thought it was going to be an incident there. And a little battery action going on between Greenberg and uh, and Jim. It got, it got kind of heated there. Greenberg kept his cool, and, uh, and, and Jim was totally inappropriate and off the deep end and acting like it was uh, his daughters involved. He's he's knee deep in this in these stories in these R. Kelly stories. Listen, he's been on R. Kelly forever. Hates him, doesn't like uh -huh. him. Is a one man prosecution hanging jury guy, and never going to testify. So he might as well get stupid at press conferences. Hey man, he made he made all he made a, a quite a, a quite a few news shows after that. Well, he's making news shows, but he's not getting paid, and he well, doesn't maybe, have a paying job. Because he's got a book deal coming up, man. Well, you got to make you, the I rounds, he, I man. I hope he's getting a lot of money because this is Kelly going to be a one and done deal. I mean, you're an author. I mean, you know how it is to you know get a book <laughs> yeah, out I'm a there. Broke ass author. Let me tell you, there's not a lot of money in writing <laughs> books unless it's a bestseller. You got to get paid in any in any possible way, man. You got to you know get 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 on the headlines. Well, get in the headlines. He's promoting the book, but yeah. uh, you know, to his credit, he's been on this story forever. Uh, not so much. It certainly has not been unbiased in any way or a reporter. He's an advocate. And uh, 
Uh, maybe maybe our Los Angeles lawyer will give him a job as his PR guy or something. But yeah, so. another fan of Greenberg. Green, Greenberg's Greenberg's not only fighting off all the R. Kelly stuff. He's now he's got all these little poodles nipping at his heels. Hey, but I'm sure the only one getting paid is Greenberg, or else he wouldn't be up there. Well, let me tell you, lawyer in these be. celebrity cases, you'd be surprised sometimes at the lack of dough, and it's going to show up. When the trial starts, because R. Kelly going to need electronic experts and he's going to need forensic psychologists involved. There's a lot of expert stuff and those experts are not going to be working for free. And Robert couldn't make a hundred thousand dollar bond. Let me tell you, that's a, that's a cheap bond for, for these allegations. He couldn't pay his rent. I mean, he owes, so, he owes $160,000 there. Bond rent. Bond rent. not big on the whole bill thing, okay? And they're always a little sketchy with their finances, most of them. Uh, Robert apparently is broke broke because I got to tell you something. No one's sitting at 26th Street if they got the dough. And he says, I got no money in the bank. Now, he knows these civil suits are going to be coming hard and fast. So... It may just be a, hey, I got no money. You could get a judgment against me, but you're not going to get paid. You're not going to get paid, yeah. And so it could be some of that, but I suspect he's legitimately broke because uh, no one's going to sit at 26th Street unless they have to. And he had to. He spent a couple days there, man. Not not a good experience, not for a guy living that lifestyle and used to, the, the, you know, the rich and famous private jet uh, staying at the Four Seasons every night. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, to him, that's like being in a casket in hell. It, it, he, he's, I think he's tapped. Yeah, well, and I could tell you, uh, I've talked to several people who says real deal. And I've talked to people who would know. So uh, Robert's not touring. No one's buying his stuff. He's not touring any longer. He was touring. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he doesn't have anything going. To, mm. And everyone's bailing on him. So uh, uh, Robert's got to figure out how to resurrect that career to pay for this little... Uh, Defense because a defense like this could cost upwards of two, three million dollars easily, and that's just the, the criminal case. Yeah, what do you say we move on from yeah, from, from Roberto to Jesse talking from, about Mr. Kelly going on to Jesse? He's back, and the music continues being the news. Jesse, here he's getting bad advice. Jesse, you know what Jesse needs to do, bro? Shut up, shut up, and go to rehab or go somewhere. But Jesse just needs to go away instead of coming out with these silly little stories about how the $3,500 was supposed to be spent. Well, listen, um, uh, Superintendent uh, was uh, in the news again. He yes, was on, he, he was. was on, he was yeah, on GMA. He, he got on a plane he got, and went to New York, man. He got the invite to go speak with Robin Roberts, yeah. and uh, he, again, stuck st- stuck to the story. And uh, he pushed, pushed back, you know, that about the whole thing about the check. Oh, and, uh, you listen. Know, paying Je- for trainers. Jesse mm. has messed with the wrong dude, yeah. okay? And that superintendent. He's in it to win it. He brings great credibility yeah. when he talks. So, you know what? Because think about his history. You don't see him talking about a lot of cases in the media. No. He, he pretty much plays it low-key, does his job, keeps his head down. But on this one, he's out front, and I think he's just tearing it up. I mean, uh, Smollett should shut up so the jury pool doesn't get influence if he's ever in front of a jury. The thing about this one, it just struck home for uh, Superintendent uh, uh, Eddie Johnson, and uh, he's uh, he's not going to hold back. He's going to, you know, fight for this one, for the um, city, for the it, integrity of the city, listen, according he, to him. He's, he's shown that he's willing to do it, and i got to tell you, if I'm Jesse Smollett, I don't want to see that superintendent sitting on a witness stand over at 26th Street when I'm on trial. 
because that jury's going to take about five minutes to walk back there and hit them with a guilty. And you know what bothered me also, just the last point on this, and there's a lot of noise on Facebook, a lot of social media sites about Eddie Johnson flying over to New York. You know, why is he, why are we paying for him to go to New York? Why doesn't he just stay home? You know, taxpayers don't pay for a <laughs> superintendent. We pay for silly stuff all the time yeah. in the city, right? Yeah, but you know what? Let's just not. He's got a budget for that kind of thing, man. I'm, I'm sure, sure, he, I'm sure, I'm sure he, didn't, he got invited. He yes. didn't pay for it. Uh, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, hey, I'm sure I GMA paid for it. That, um, that ABC picked up that entire bill. Yeah. Hotel, airfare, the whole deal. Barack Obama got that same deal. When it, Whenever he went to the washroom, he got crap about, you know, that's on taxpayer time. You shouldn't be going to the washroom. You know, stay in your office. So I'm going to tell you, if the superintendent started you know, uh, filling out a 40-hour timesheet every week, I think the overtime would be about six hundred grand a year because uh, it, 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 that's a ridiculous statement. Superintendent is doing what he's supposed to be doing, I think. All right, people, buckle up. As the Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, we have more to come, including... I think it's very important to know the difference between failure to appear in court and failure to pay for the bill, because one will land you in jail. Emil Hirsch lookalike is in the news with phony bills. Peanut G is in the news. And a man goes bananas in Louisiana. Stay tuned. You've been listening to the Popo Report on WLSAM 890. The winner of Tuesday's election, Lori Lightfoot, on Connected to Chicago, Sunday night at 7, here on WLSAM 890. Popo Report back, ladies and gentlemen. Saturday night, WLSAM 890, Chicago. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Talking about important stuff and yeah, more often than not, not so important stuff, right, Luke? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, like uh, whatever strikes our fancy at the moment, generally. <laughs> We're just hoping it strikes your fancy as well, folks, yeah, right? Man. If it isn't written down for me, it's kind of hard for it to strike my fancy. I don't know. I'm, I'm really regimented. I'm like, you know, it's got to be in front of me. Or else, you, you actually I'm very read focused. You, I'm focused. You read this stuff. I'm focused. Man. You read it. You gotta be focused. <laughs> I don't read it till you know we get here. Usually, you're a busy man. You're, well, it's you're, clear. you're, all, you're all over the place. <laughs> you know, you got people to see, people I, to talk to. It, it, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard it, to get a hold of you. It's, 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 it's I mean, not, I'm eminently easy to get hold of <laughs> if you got money. Yeah, you got some you money. Go. I, you could get hold of me quick. Okay, there you go. If you want money, generally not so much. I mean, like. Uh, if, if Robert was calling for bond money, it'd, it'd be I a phone call. I'm not picking up. Ain't got it. Well, you're, yeah. I mean, you're, you're handsome enough. You know, he would call you because he needs some bond money because he would hang out. He, with is, you. he has, in fact, called me in the past, but not, <laughs> not, not to get money from me. <laughs> <laughs> Little advice. Yeah. All right. So, well, we're back to Aurora shooting. Tie up some loose ends. Uh, listen, they released the names of all the officers who got shot. Yeah. Good news for you, brother. I wasn't on it. Four, four to five guys who got shot were Hispanic officers. Oh, wow. What do you mean? Were huh? targets? What? I didn't know. You guys just rolled up quick. <laughs> maybe, maybe you didn't understand the radio <laughs> transmission about shots being fired. They thought maybe lunch was being called over there at Pratt. They, they rolled up before anybody else and got lit up. What? <laughs> I don't know. Is there, is there a Mexican restaurant around the corner? <laughs> There's a lot of Mexican restaurants in Aurora, okay? And a, and a lot of Hispanic officers. Uh, by the way. No kidding. My heroic, yeah, absolutely. heroic dudes, right? Great job, mm -hmm. Aurora PD. We love you guys. Uh, I, I say, you know, free, free child forever for the Aurora PD, okay? No, 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 there's 10% off. Just they roll up in the drive through, uh, toss them a bag of, you know, cookies, donuts, steaks, whatever. It's always well appreciated. Yes, yes. 
Because we know one thing about Aurora. Bullets flying. They're going to show up, man. They're not waiting. They're going to show up. Absolutely. But yeah. we, 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 well, actually, we're looking at this story because there's been a lot of... Uh, a, a, a lot of hand wringing and and moaning and groaning that this guy had lost his FOID card and his uh, firearm privileges, and yet he still had a gun. So we, we're going to explain to everybody why he still had a gun when he, by law, should not have had one. And it's a real simple. Uh, these guys get letters who get their li- their license and FOID cards revoked, and it says uh, you've been revoked. Uh, it's illegal for you to possess or carry a firearm. Bring it in. Now, now the, la- the last part of that sentence is where, where the system goes. That's the, the breakdown. That's the breakdown. Right, that's the breakdown. Bring it in. Number one, generally, you're getting revoked because they found out you're a convicted felon. Yeah. Or, and or you committed a felony and got convicted. So I, here, here's what I know about felons, and I'm pretty much an expert in them. They don't open their mail, all right? They don't open their mail to come to court. They don't open their mail to pay their bills. They don't open their mail from their lawyers, okay? They generally just don't open their mail. So when they see something, state of Illinois, state of Ohio, state of mm-hmm. New York, it, it, there's never a check in there for them. It's always, you owe me money. Yeah, You violated your probation. You peed hot. You're going back to jail. Or turn in your guns. Guess what? Felons don't pay attention to that stuff. How about if you email them? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, okay? Yeah, on their stolen phone, maybe with their hot new email address that nobody else has. How about if you text them? Yeah, texting might work, okay, yeah. if you say please. But once again, someone has got to go get the gun. And in Illinois, nobody's collecting them. Now, Sheriff Dart, he got on TV the other night and he said, you know what? We'll go collect them. Sheriff's Department will go get them. Now, there's going to be a whole thing with the state and what circumstances, who's going to go do it. Right? You got to have a state police guy with you because they're actually revoking it, or can they pass it on to the sheriff? But at least somebody's dart said, "Hey, my guys will go get the guns." Which, by the way, is the first guy who's law enforcement official I've heard say that. How about we also revisit the uh, 1968 law? You know that that deals with uh, this type of situation, FOID and everything, and and just revisit and uh, maybe uh, maybe update it, maybe tweak it a little bit because well, I mean, yeah, it, it needs to be tweaked. Nineteen sixty eight. I mean, let's uh, here. Here's what I would suggest. Okay, silly me. If you're going to revoke the dude's license, go to his house, hand him the letter, and say, "Give me the weapons." And have our, have some assisting officers behind. Well, oh, you're going to have to have help. I mean, because you know, otherwise there's going to be a gunfight or a, a fight fight, and it's going to be you know, make me. It's you know, it's, because generally now ATF has been responsible for collecting the weapons, and they don't. They got like two guys doing it nationwide, so no, these guns are not being collected. And the original breakdown we were talking about when uh, when uh, red flag came up about his FOID card, right? Um. It didn't get revoked until five days later, because that's when he applied for a CCL, and he was required to... Uh, the concealed carry in- license. ...include his fingerprints. Right. And that's what popped. Right. And then, again, did the Illinois State Police, you know, send Aurora a letter asking him to go pick up the gun? Right. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did we or didn't we? And then Aurora's like, ah, we don't have, you know, do we have it or don't we have it? I mean, and then you, you get locally in the uh, local politics center and the mayor and the chief police. Do we have legal authority? Should passing we be doing the buck. this? Passing right. the buck. Let's just exactly. get the original authority, go right. go down, That's you know, in charge of doing it well, and get the gun. I know one thing. That Chief Zeman and Aurora, she's a rock star, okay? And she'll always do the right thing. 
from where I'm sitting. So Aurora is not the problem. Aurora Police Department certainly wasn't a problem. No, it's, a, yeah. it's a whole yeah. uh, bureaucracy uh, problem. Starts at the top, yeah. yeah. And it should be cleaned so up. Get your act together, guys. Of course, in Illinois, trying to get your act together for anything, okay, is difficult. It's a hot mess. Man. And I fo- <laughs> it, 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 the only thing that works well is concealed carry stuff. They're, they're very regulated. works right. Uh, the only problem we have is when we got to go get the guns and take yeah. them away, no one's thought about how to do that. And that might be one of the most important, at least the second most important thing. Right? Duly noted, Paul. Hey, Moving on. Check this out. Uh, what do you think about going to get, you know, you go, going to apply for a job, <laughs> you sit down and fill out the well, application, <laughs> and then you get shot. In the by face. a stray bullet. In the face. No, yeah. Oh, it wasn't a stray bullet. Oh, no, exactly. You're right. Uh, he, dude, he was aiming at him. He was aiming at him. Right? Right. Yeah. right. This one, he was aiming at him. Yeah. Dude's on the east side in Hegwish, right? Uh, he goes into a job employment agency. He's sitting there filling out the paperwork, and uh, apparently somebody followed him to the job employment agency and drilled his butt right through the window. That was a good shot, man. Yeah, not a good shot. He was sitting right in front of him in the window. Well, it's still a good now, shot. Listen, a good shot is when the dude's running and zigzagging and you hit him, okay? This guy's sitting there <laughs> filling out an application with his head down. He probably never heard it, heard the gunshot. Still a good shot, Paul. Yeah. No, it's not. He's <laughs> <laughs> shooting him from six feet away, all right, through glass. He, the lucky shot, it didn't ricochet or go somewhere. It was a lucky good shot. The guy gets shot at 2.30 in the afternoon over there at 105th and South Ewing. Mid-afternoon, I mean, wow. Uh, you know, that, that got everybody's attention. That'll get the blood boiling in the old employment office on a mopey Monday, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you should have filled it out faster, buddy. Yeah, you know, uh, me, I mean, uh, yeah, he should have filled it out a lot faster, like in three seconds. How about pre, uh, do a little pre-filling out at home, you know, send it in. Yeah. Just come by for a quick interview right. in in an office without windows. If, you know, you fear that someone's going to knock <laughs> you off. side might be putting up some, uh, replace the window with some uh, cylinder block, right? You know, because that's, that's actually how it's usually done. Why don't yeah. you just go to a little kiosk and fill, you know, Fill out your application. Currency exchange. You go to the currency exchange and go on the other side of the window, all right, and fill it out. Or make sure the windows are bulletproof. How about hey, that? That's why you go to the currency exchange. Yeah. I, I think this is a new service for currency exchanges. Uh, business has been bad lately, right, because, you know, all the public aid checks go right to the old bank account now, so no one's running down the currency exchange of cash. It's kind of slow at the currency exchange. We'll let you fill out an employment application there behind the bulletproof glass for five bucks. Yeah, well, they're still looking for this guy's buddy, you know. He's like... <laughs> that shot him? Yeah. We're looking for him. I don't think it's his buddy, man. <laughs> I'm sure they were friends at some point now. Maybe. <laughs> All right, Paul, we're going to take another break. All right, so much crime, so little time. We'll be back in a few. You've been listening to the Popo Report on WSAM 890. Your lineup is beautiful. I get it. Much more fair and balanced than CNN, MSNBC, CBS, and so on. WLS AM 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. Step four. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Popo Report. All right, Chicago Popo Report back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLSA and 890, Saturday night, Chicago. Loop, looks like Debtor's Prison is alive and well in Valparaiso. I don't really, uh, I mean, this lady doesn't, doesn't get, get a lot of sympathy from me. <laughs> oh boy, you're, that's, that's not very nice, Lupe. What, what is it? Uh, uh, lady, uh, what happens? Single mom gets a, a little traffic stop thing going, right? 
Probable cause. That traffic stop was valid. And then, boom, yeah, crap I hits think the that, fan for her, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> then, then what happens? She's sitting there waiting and waiting. And admittedly, she's starting to get a little nervous. Starts to get starts to sweat. <laughs> I doubt if she was sweating. It was about I, 12 degrees I, out. Okay? I see that feeling. Hey, even if it's even if it's below, even if it was polar vortex weather, you're going to start sweating. I mean, I see it all the time. I mean, <laughs> well, people get nervous. She's, she's sweating with good reason, my friend. Okay, because what happens? All right. <laughs> Well, hey, you've got a warrant out for your arrest. Failure and to appear. That, and what's that warrant for? <laughs> Failure to appear. Yeah, the, the <laughs> warrant's for not paying an ambulance bill. Right. For when did we start locking up people for not paying bills? You're not. She's not being locked up for not paying her bill. She's being locked up for not going to court. Over the ambulance bill. Over the bill. ambulance right. bill. The civil judge. <laughs> There's a big difference. Oh, man. Come on. Stop. <laughs> you know? Not, not, yeah. I, I get it that the ambu- EMS charges for every ambulance run. Yeah. They're doing the city of Chicago. They're yeah, doing all the suburbs. Absolutely. I think it starts at 800 and goes up. Non-resident pays double usually, right? Yeah. Now, you get two highly trained guys, women, whoever, whatever the combination is that night, they show up with a half a million dollar ambulance, uh, years of training, you know, a million bucks worth of drugs on there, and generally they save your life. That, that's a valuable service. Yeah. And this is in Valpo, Indiana. Well, that ambulance I mean, bill is probably whole... like, what, $500? I mean, at the end of the day? Seriously, this is like five years ago? Yeah. The 3000 is probably just, you know, uh, Added late on penalties, interest, and fees. Exactly, oh, exactly. Please. Okay, but here, here's, here's my problem with this as a libertarian, okay? I've got no problem. I've got no problem with this. I've got no problem with this. Bills, I've got right? no problem it, it, with this. They used to have a little thing in England called debtor's prison. In fact, I think probably most of the citizens that wound up here initially were coming out of debtor's prison. And uh, they had it in Australia and Ireland, right? And they always use this on poor people. What about personal accountability? What about personal accountability? Well, Don't you think that's that. important? I, I think it is. I think that you have a responsibility to pay your bills. I, but I also think the government should stay out of the bill collecting business. They shouldn't be locking you up, putting you in jail, right? I, taking Amen. you away from the kids. Amen. I mean, you should pay your bills, admittedly, but I don't think the government has any business locking you up pay because you didn't pay a bill. Pay right? your bills. Because what happens when the old bank decides they made a mistake or, you know, you're in an argument with them and all of a sudden uh, some slick lawyer shows up in court. You don't know he's there. There's an order out. Some judge says, where's he at? Yeah, I don't know, judge. We gave notice. Oh, you know what? Issue a bench warrant. I'm sorry, next partner. Thing you, next thing you know, Loopy's minding those business, jogging down the street, you know. One of his partners goes, hey, I heard there's a warrant out for Lupe. Let's grab him. <laughs> That'll never happen because I take care of my business. <laughs> yeah, but if you didn't know about your business, right? Well, I know about my business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. that's that's what all the rich people say, okay? <laughs> you got people that take care of your business, all right? Poor broke-ass mommy in Valparaiso. She had nobody taking care of her business. Broke-ass mommy's got to... You get get a look at her get a look at her history and then make sure she uh you know pays everything she owes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. And and then of course they take her to Porter County Jail and you know it, it, I I don't like it, all right? I'm voting no. <laughs> I'm voting no on the bill collection put you in jail part. You know, she here. Not I don't buy, I I don't buy the whole business about, you know, forgetting about it and nobody send me a bill and I never got a summons. See, I never, what did I tell you? Felons don't open their mail, okay? You when you, all right, you if go. it's from the county she or it looks knew, official. She knew it was a bill. She just didn't want to she just didn't want to open that mail. The garbage with the rest of the bills, probably. And then that five hundred dollar bill turns into three thousand and then woe is me. You know, I've got a kid, I'm locked up in jail, the system sucks. Well, I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> wow. Wow, Rush Limbaugh. Okay. All right, I get it. All right. <laughs> That's my <laughs> 
you know me. I'm as progressive as they get, but when it comes to this crap, no, I'm sorry. Let's not get too crazy with that progressive title, okay? I'm sorry. Uh, hey, next story, much more in our wheelhouse, my friend, okay? Right? Oh, what's going on here? Uh, we, had a, we had a Lake County inmate. Oh, Everyone's yeah. going to find this hard to believe. The dude's locked up. He don't like being locked up either, I might add. Okay? Nobody does. So he decides to hire a hitman from even, jail. Even even 25-year-old 20, mommies who uh, owe a, you know an ambulance bill. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know what? If she hired a hitman, I wouldn't be too upset, okay? <laughs> but, they, but, hey, our old run-of-the-mill, you know, gangster sitting up there in Lake County, he decides to hire a hitman from jail to take out one of his witnesses. 46-year-old Aide you know, Tramble. I got to tell you, Aide, spelled A-D-E. You think they forgot the I and N? Is it, is it they, they mean the is name Aid or is it Ad? A D? Maybe it's A D. Ad, Ad, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Tramble, forty six. Now I'm assuming Eddie's been in the joint a few times before, and there's this little thing on the phones called like a permanent recording device, like anything you say on phone in jail. They're listening. They're recording it nonstop, twenty four seven. I don't care who you're talking to. They're recording it. He decided. I'm going to hire a hitman from jail. But here's the fascinating thing for me. I mean, nobody's going to listen. Here, check this out. <laughs> I mean, is there like a 1-800-1-800 hitman like yeah, phone nah, you call? Well, you, know Who do you, you know what Who, happens. Is there a he Craigslist calls one thing? of his rat partners or he calls his girlfriend or wife and says, listen, get hold of so-and-so. I got some business that needs to be taken care of, uh, which in jail uh, language, that means, uh-oh. Uh, they're either going to be ranging to get dope sent to my jail and or have somebody killed in this case. So let's listen to all those conversations, which exactly what happens in every case without fail in every jail in the country. I, this is a story that happens all so the time. Guy, so the guy that he, uh, the person that he wanted to hire, he didn't yeah. rat him out. It was more, it, it, it all well, came I from the jail phone. I think he did rat him out. And, they, and then the undercover they corroborated. cop. Yeah, the undercover yeah. cop came into yeah, the, the picture. The undercover yeah. cop comes to jail to visit and go, yeah, your boy sent me. I take care of your business. Yeah, he took care of his business. We're recording device now. Uh, he was just in jail for home invasion before. Now, now just, he's got just a, a simple home, just a simple home murder. invasion, just a simple. Home I, I, my my prediction is, Mister Trambo, he may see daylight. You know, by the time he's eighty six, ninety. Huh? Like I you said before, gangsters here. Advice from the Popo Report. Not that we should be doing this, but we're going to do it. We always do it. We give we give it's criminals a, advice. A public we give criminals advice to the gangsters. Yeah, because we do have a gangster audience, right? Yeah, we, the gangsters listen to the Popo report. Everybody listens. Just to the, Popo the cops. Number one, the number one crowd watching cops, inmates in the county jails. I I kid you not. Mm -hmm. That's their biggest audience. Yeah. So the Popo report's got an audience. So we're going to tell our gangsters, if you're going to hire a hitman, probably not to do it on the recording jail phone. That's not going to work for you. It's always going to have a bad ending. But, Loop, ju it just helped us burn six minutes on the Popo report, so it's a good ending for us. <laughs> well, we're going to get into a little bit of crime and mayhem now, Paul. Not that that was a little bit of crime and mayhem. Yeah, it wasn't. Not They're much not, mayhem. It was pretty routine, just, just stupid dumb, crime. Just dumb crime. Yeah, dumb crime, exactly. We got some, we got some news out of Naperville. This is a bad, bad case. Bad you, case, bro. You were just I down mean, the street, I you was, were telling me, right? I was two blocks away two when blocks this happened, away. right? Or right after it happened. So, uh, I, I don't even know how to start this. This, this, this beautiful, smart, it's tragic story all around. Yeah. 17 year old uh, student at Downers Grove. Volleyball North. player? 
Man, I mean, she's a rock star, right? She's minding her own business. She's walking in the crosswalk between classes. And what happens, Luke? She gets uh, she gets clipped by uh, a drunk driver. And, uh, he's, uh, not, he's not drunk. He's, he's not a high, little drunk. He's, he's high, drunk, you name it. 51-year-old man. The 51-year-old grown-ass man been in a hotel smoking crack for four days. Right. He's then having, jumps in his car and decides, that's okay, i got to make a liquor store run. He's having some family problems, having some life yeah, problems. Yeah, let me tell you, he's going to crack pipe, yeah. never get out of jail problems, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. He can't sit long enough after this one. He hit this kid so hard, her backpack was embedded in his grill. And then he has nerve enough to say to the popo, you know what he says? Hey, I should have just kept going. I wouldn't have got caught. Ooh. Ooh. But he got caught. Hey, Pop, we're going to take another break right now. Okay, we're going to continue with this story when we come back after the break. You've been listening to the Popo Report on WLS AM 890. We'll see you in a few. My bestest buddy, the guy that played Captain Kirk, William Shatner, hanging out with us next week. And next Friday night, we're doing a show at the Rosemont Theater. But don't forget to check us out next week here in the morning on WLS. Bad of the bone. All right, Popo Nation, we're back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890 in Chicago, Saturday night. Uh, been a good show so far. We're kind of dead serious on this one, aren't we, Luke? This, this is our tragic story continued from our last segment. Yeah, we were discussing the uh, death of Elizabeth Dunlop at the, the hands of Joseph uh, Kucharski. Uh, this happened out in Naperville. Uh, she was just a young, young, loving volleyball player, high school kid, and uh, her life got tragically ended by uh, a drunk, high, you know, fifty-one-year-old idiot, grown-ass man. Because it's not some seventeen-year-old who's young and dumb. This is a grown man with a had a family, blew that, and he's been sitting in a hotel out in DePage County. Smoking crack nonstop for four days, drinking vodka. Feeling sorry for himself for whatever right. happened. This decides to jump in his car, falls asleep. Falls asleep. And he kills this kid, Miss mm -hmm. Dunlap, who is doing nothing but trying to get on with her life and doing a spectacular job. Just being a kid. Just being a kid, man. And, you know, as a parent of uh, numerous children and grandchildren, this is... This is the one. This is what, as a parent, this is what keeps you up and makes you old before your time, is because you send your kid out, who's a good kid, who you've killed yourself raising, make sure she's a good kid, and you send her to school, and she's doing her job. She's getting A's and B's. She's a volleyball player. She's an athlete. She's a great kid. Never give you a day, a minute of trouble, and and for her walking across the street, she gets killed. You know, how do you, how do you go on from that tragedy? Well, I mean, and this guy could, I mean, theoretically, be out the next day just to se just post a seventy five thousand dollar bond. I mean, posting bail for seven hundred thousand is nothing. Well, I it, mean, it, it should have been a whole lot more. Well, it was originally five million, but the judge and and I know this judge out in DuPage County, Judge uh, Liam Brennan, he's a really good judge, but he's right. The, the appellate court, they'd have appealed it to the appellate court, and appellate court would have said it's excessive, unconstitutional. So, so I think uh, uh, Brennan put it as high as he dared put it without getting reversed. And but here's the thing: I don't think anybody's going to post bond for this idiot. And even uh, the chick that posted for Art Kelly's not going to show up down in DuPage County for this this jerk. I mean, and he needs to sit and sit yeah, forever absolutely. because you know what? I have no grace for somebody like this. None, zero. You're 51 year old man. You're smoking crack for four days. Drinking vodka, and you're going to get in your vehicle, and I'm and I'm literally 
mm. about a thousand feet from this thing on the yeah. day it happens. And I'm with a client and the client's carping about traffic and the popo and probably, you know, uh, you know, fire alarm went off down by the high school. Well, yeah, who knows? But this kid had just gotten killed. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's sickening, man. It makes you sick, right? And and there, there's no easy answers for this one. No. I, you know, none at all. There's nothing you could do. And But I can tell you right now, he's in the wrong county. Is that, that DuPage County jury? Uh, they're going to be out about three and a half minutes. Oh, there's yeah. no defense. There's oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the deal that uh, Bob Berlin's going to give him is uh, maximum time served. Take it or leave it because uh, that's what you're going to get here. And that's what he's going to wind up getting. He, 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 he won't see daylight. He'll see daylight because they can't charge him with murder. I think in this case they probably should be able to charge him, but they're not going to. Because you gave a hard time convincing me that a five-ton car is not a lethal weapon, especially when you get behind the wheel after smoking crack for four days. Yeah, I just can't tell you how pissed off I am about this one. This is when I'm in favor of public execution. Absolutely, kiss your babies. You know, when you leave the house and they leave the house. Just, All right, uh, moving on to be something. Careful. Hey, something more pedestrian and pleasant. Something we're experts on, Luke. Yeah, well, yeah, there was another shooting on a Dan Ryan, but hey, luckily nobody got hit. Bad shots, moving cars. Usually, usually got, got a good hit. shot of survival on the Dan Ryan, okay? No one's in custody. Hey, in, hey, in this area, everyone's always getting hit driving on the what highways. Did we, last year? We, had, what did we, have? we had over we, 300 shootings we, on the uh, highways and byways of Chicago last year. We had a year, ton right? of shootings exactly on the roadways. On the expressways only. Yeah. Never, we don't even count the side streets, all right? Just the expressways, we had well over 300, I think. I think we almost averaged one a day. This it's a little slow this year. Well, yeah, this one is only a second or third one. I mean, but hey, we are kind of slow, and nobody spring, got hit on this. My one. friend, spring and summer are coming. Okay, windows will be down, guns will be out. Nope, don't, don't worry. The Eisenhower and the Dan Ryan will be getting lit up nightly again. Yeah, but nobody got hit on this one. Uh, call it a nineteen Paul. Okay, it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then and the next next story is kind of an old old story. It happens all the like time. Huh? But see, the, the it thing, does happen all the time. The thing about this idiot, did you see his picture? He looks just like Emil Hirsch. You know who Emil Hirsch is, right? Who's Neil Hirsch? Emil Hirsch. He's a he's a he's a great young actor. What's Neil Hirsch been in? Help me out. <laughs> he's been here. I'm just going to tell you this. He's he's, he's going to star in a Tarantino movie, Quentin no. Tarantino movie. Oh, Quentin's making another movie because the last few haven't done too well. They're still giving him money. It's about the Manson fa Manson family murders. Oh, that'll it's, be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be good. Uh, you, you got a role in this? Little? Once upon a time in Hollywood. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I'm a big fan of this guy, but he got into some trouble a couple years ago. He he knocked out some uh, uh, executive uh, at the Sundance Film Festival. He got. Emil Hirsch. Well, you know what? Executives need to get He's knocked a... out on occasion, and, and probably uh, the guy probably deserved it. Is my guess. You know, the lady. Oh, you a can't female. knock out lady executives <laughs> unless female. you're another lady. Okay. Only ladies get to knock out other ladies, and yeah. I do like it when the chicks fight. I got to tell you, he had a little run, and everyone everyone's still kind of still kind of bothered hey, about that remember, whole incident. Remember our girl at McDonald's when the guy grabbed her and she she, she knocked him, him about out. thirty rights. There's nothing wrong with a girl you knocking a guy Mr. out. Exactly. Find out a little chick at McDonald's because he'd have got that ass beat for him. Okay, but seriously, <laughs> this guy <laughs> who uh, who tried to put a, you know uh, he's dealing with some counterfeit money. He looks just like Emil Hirsch. It's kind of uncanny. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. Did he beat up anybody? No, he didn't beat anybody. He got caught, right? He got caught. He got caught. Idiot. He's not a very good criminal, is he? 
No, he's an idiot. Yeah, that's what keeps the Pobo in business is stupid criminals. So just watch out when you're doing these uh, outdoor transactions, all right, guys? Do them in the police parking lot, as yeah. they say, right? Because uh, Lupe up in West Rogers Park would like nothing more than to handle eBay transactions all night. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a similar transaction out in Rogers Park. It was a it was a it was a father and a son. Yeah, and they were going to meet this idiot to uh you know do do, do a transaction, a legit transaction. But the uh, the other Craigslist guy, transaction, a Craigslist transaction. Yeah, right it's actually it's Craigslist, actually a Facebook it's a little dicey. I it's think. actually a Facebook transaction. So yeah, not, so a little just, less dicey than so Craigslist. Not, but here's the funny part: it goes south. It goes south, and the dad he gets in his car and gets the hell out, and leaves his son there. To the deal son, with the mess? To deal with the mess, and the son, son got his ass kicked. So I'm we, thinking the dad didn't like the son too much. So we get there, we get there, we, 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 you know, we talk to the guy, and then we take him back home. Yeah. And his father, he, he confronts his father at home. He's like, they just, why the hell did you leave me there? His dad's like, I was scared. Wow. <laughs> just, well, not much of a daddy, this one, right? Right, I'm, you know what, bro? It turns out I'm, there wasn't much of a relationship there either. Yeah, there's, there's, there's you should have grabbed problems. the daddy card right on the spot. All right, <laughs> right on the spot. Give me the daddy card. Come on. You just leave your son. You don't in get an, to be a coward with in, your own kid. In an alley, okay? that doesn't in, happen. In an alley with with, with they had gun, they actually had a gun. And he, he just, he, and he just ta he takes hey, off. He's like, hey, I'll see you later, son. You know what? <laughs> you deal with this mess. You probably got me into it. You yeah. deal with it. Hey, gangsters, <laughs> I don't I don't like this kid very much, anyways. Okay, so I'm leaving. You guys do what you do. So it was. It was I, quite a scene. I'm thinking that that's worthy of a DCFS call. That one, okay? Oh, the kid was over 18. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> DCFS likes those kind of cases. <laughs> Let's were... see, sir. You brought your son to a, a shady uh, deal in a parking lot, and the the bad guys pull out the gun, and and you threw your son out in front, and you took off. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, something like that. Well, this is even funnier. So the dad, the dad was in, dri in the driver's side, and the, the kid was in the uh, the passenger side. Doors were open, so the dad jumps in, and the kid, uh, he tried to jump in, but he, he, he basically he took, he took off too quick, and he was dragged for about maybe 20 yards. <laughs> now, even the gangsters are going, dude, that's messed your up. man just gave you up, man? Come on. Now, we're not even, we feel so bad for you. Tell us where the old man is. We're going to go rob him, okay? <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. going gonna to take another break, Paul, and wrap up Crime and Mayhem. All right, you've been listening to the Popo Report on WSAM 890. We'll see you in a few. The Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation, hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Popo Report. Oh, Popo Nation, we're back. Chicago, WSAM 890. Hey, folks, after the show, when it's over, you go right to the podcast, pump up the old Popo Report, and listen to WSAM890.com. 24-7, seven days. It never ends, okay? Look, it's the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread almost. Exactly. Get on right? social media and you can follow us, That's Paul, right. on Facebook, on Instagram, you name yeah, it. We, we don't really keep up with that stuff too we don't well, really hit we? The, we got lives, right? We're not, you know, we're not these Facebook kids that are pounding at 24-7. I try to get my crew to, you know. You know. <laughs> Your crew, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, we should call a chick who got mentions. locked up for not paying the ambulance bill. She's got a lot of time on her hands in Porter County Jail. Maybe, Maybe she needs a job. Hey, she, she needs wanna... a job to pay the ambulance bill, Loop. 
right? Right? Exactly. Because, honey, if Loopy finds you, you will go to jail on that warrant, okay? There'll be no breaks. There's no remorse here. You might get tased if you get a little no, snappy with him, okay? No, exactly. <laughs> Eddie Johnson will be holding a press conference about Loopy <laughs> up there in Rogers Park grabbing all the people that owe the Chicago Fire Department money. You're only, you're only get tased if you need it, if you deserve it, okay? If you deserve it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think the dad, you know, the dad who, in the last story, left the kid, he should bailed on him. Yeah, he should have been tased. Let, let him get armed robbed by himself. Huh? I don't want any part of this. That dad. Uh, that that dad, he goes to Dutter's jail, okay? It's a Daddy of the Year award. Yeah, he does not get the Daddy of the Year award. <laughs> <laughs> the Daddy Jerko of the Year award, okay? Yeah, exactly. When I'm having a hard time not saying one of them seven words. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like the next story. Hey, by the way. We're, we're back in Naperville. Hey, we're in the climax hour now, bro. Yeah, the this second hour, yeah. We start building. We're building for the grand finale. Exactly. And po this is where the Popo Report really gets hot. This is where you we get, shine, you get Paul. Dial, you burn your little fingers on it, okay? It's where we shine, Paul. That's right, brother. And we're we still do. shining in Naperville. Yeah, we like Naperville because, hey, what happens in Naperville if you're a shady contractor? You take some dough and don't do any work. Man, you're going to... Yeah, you might you, as well have a bad ambulance bill with that one, right? You're going to pay the consequences. <laughs> this happens in Chicago. You're probably... Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, but in Chicago, we got no time for contractor exactly. fraud, okay? Unless yeah. it's uh, involving a high-rise or something. And this dude, though, what do you do? Huh? He, I, he goes, you know what? Give me $3,000. i will build that deck for you out there in Naperville. It's easy, man. I got a guy. I got a crew. We got $3,000 down payment. there next week. Give me the three grand. Your check clears. I, you know, I, I need the 3000 because I got to buy lumber and such, right? By the way, don't check my referrals. Don't go on any of those sites where you can, like, put put my name in and see what people, what people you know, say about me. Don't worry about that. You, hey, hey, trust me. Probably a little Yelp review would have passed on this one, okay? Trust me. Be just because really, I was a 52-year-old Chicago man, all right? He contracts to do the work. Paywell Drizek. Huh? Paywell should have stayed in Chicago and done this contractor fraud. Because in Naperville, where, you know, sometimes the Popo are not that busy, all right? They take this stuff seriously. Amen. Yeah. So now he's he needs seven grand to get out of jail. I uh, Luke, what do you want to bet he didn't keep the three thousand? He spent it about as fast as it could go through his hot little hands. He's probably running a little contractor ponce, uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, what kind fraud of scheme, fraud scheme? scheme? It's a fraud scheme, you know, it's basically yeah. give me your money and I'm never going to show back up to do the work again. I've, I've worked a lot of these cases over the years where uh, these guys get referred or they find them on Craigslist or somewhere and they show up and they take a big down payment. I, here, folks, here's our consumer what law should they, advice. What, what should they do, Paul? Let me tell you, you don't give that dude any money till the day he shows up with the crew. And he's in your yard or house doing the work. Do not give him five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars. What if they don't have a legitimate any... contractor uh, wants a small retainer to start, and they bill you as they go, and they expect to be paid? And that's a good, you know. Listen, contractors are yeah. small businessmen; they can't finance your project. But let me tell you something: do not ever give them all the money they want, because if they don't show up, you're going to play hell getting your money back. And now you got to pay someone else to do the job. What if they show up with the crew and no, equi no like uh, equipment, uh, well, product? It depends uh, what know. kind of job they're doing. But I mean, if they're doing a deck or something, they need a lot of equipment. They need their power saws and their drills and such. And uh, you know, I mean, they don't need a backhoe. But listen, this is famous for what about just a couple right? goons? Couple goons. Listen, if they show up unsolicited, do not hire them. Mm -hmm. All right, they're knocking on your door, going, "Hey, 
Uh, I could do your driveway. I could do your roof. Say no. adios. Bye bye. I'll take a pass. Research people. Call nine one one. You know, let, let yeah, us call nine one one. They love that DePage County. <laughs> let us know that a couple goons showed up. You know, soliciting yeah. for uh, whatever driveways, and they do it with old people, right? Yeah, yeah your exactly. driveway's cracked, and you need Especially to fix now. it before it costs you twenty thousand. Give yeah. us three thousand, and a lot of times, yeah, it'll spray some like black ink on there. It washes away with the first rain, and you never hear from these guys again. Generally, any contract company, I won't say names, but real simple names, you know, be very leery. Yeah. All right? Run them. Do a Google search. It's easy. Because often you find these guys, Yelp, Google. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Do That's your, right. Do your Don't homework. be in a hurry to do your homework. with your hard-earned cash, folks. Do your homework. Be careful. And, hey, kudos to DePage County for uh, indicting, locking yeah. up guys that do this stuff. Go. All right? Because generally... The, the the victims are old people. It sends a powerful message. Because you, cause you take my three grand, I'm talk not about calling it. the popo. I'm coming and looking for you. I get my money back. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, next story is uh, yeah, I kind of like this story. We're staying in Lombard. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're staying in the Burbs. Page County. We're staying in okay. the Burbs. Yeah. Right. What happens? Home invasion. High speed chases. They get the blood pumping kind of stuff. There's a lot going on here. Hey, no, no one really got hurt, right? No. Hey, and this is a bold one, bro. 3.30 in the afternoon, these dudes hit the front door, man, charge in. You think they were owed something? Uh, I it, think this is a drug deal going bad. It's it, got was, drugs written all over it, okay? Was it, yeah, it wasn't just, uh, you know, a one-off kind of thing. There's some history behind this. You got to yeah, scratch the surface some history. On people know people. Yeah. Somebody owed me money. But it turns into a home invasion, high-speed chase. And let me tell you, man, that home invasion carries heavy, heavy criminal penalties. And once again, we're in DePage County. They're not likely to plead it down, right? Unless it's a good plea deal. This is a good one. The bad guys got caught. Yeah, uh, you're going to jail for this mm-hmm. one. You're going to do some serious uh, time in the Illinois Department of Corrections. There you go. Hey, Paul, I think uh, the wrongful conviction corner is back. I like this story. That's right. I, I love I this too. story. This well, is justice. We got a guy that does 39 years in prison for a murder he didn't commit. 39 years. He survives it. California case. Guy named Craig Coley. That's 13,991 days, Paul. It's a lot of days. It is a long day. But there's good news. He sued and got $21 million. Now, what do you think he wants back? The 39 years or the $21 million? I, 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 I do want five my... for like $10 million, okay? I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you guys five. Give me $10 million. Even at my advanced older age, I'd, I'd take that deal right now. 39 years, though, I'm not taking that deal. 39, man, is a long, long time, long time to be locked up for something you didn't do. But now $21 million is coming his way. The, 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 the bad news is God knows how much longer he's got to live. Because let's face it, uh, your health does not improve while you're incarcerated. The medical facilities in jail no, are not yeah. quite up to Northwestern and University of Chicago and Christ Hospital standards, okay? Basically, if you get sick, too bad, Charlie, you're in jail. We'll take care of you when we get to you, right? So $21 million for 39 years is not a great deal, but you know what? It's a nice little lesson to the state to be a little bit more careful about who you're locking up. Because I don't think any of us get too offended for bad guys going to jail for things they did. But I get very, very offended for people who are innocent, didn't commit the crime, mm-hmm. and go spend a good portion of their life behind bars for something they didn't do.
basically half this your life. This is what our problem is. And let me exactly. tell you, it is an outrageous problem that's nationwide, and it's only getting more exposed as time goes on. God knows what was going on in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, right before this, this thing broke loose. Now, this, this, this story is every day. Yeah. We could do, we could do four hours of wrongful conviction stories every day. That's right, Paul. We're going to take another break, all right? When we come back, we've got a little funky crime and punishment time down the road, all right? You've been listening to the Popo Report on WSM 890. We'll see you in a few. New scientific research shows that Trump's election has been detrimental to the mental health of millions of Democrats. But we knew that. Monday on the Chris Plant Show, 9 till Rush, WLS AM 890. Uh, Popo reports back, and as promised, we are heating up the second hour. Uh, we're we're going to finish with a bang, maybe, huh? Where are we at? We're, we're back in Florida, one of our favorite states. We're hitting at all cylinders. Yeah, Jupiter, Florida. I mean, it's Jupiter, a nice Florida. part of Florida. Yeah, I mean, Jupiter, all this used to live like all this used to have like a playhouse there. All the stars, all the uh, all the sports stars, mm-hmm. and just you know, movie stars live there. A lot of rich people in there. Rich people. Palm, in Palm Beach County, my friend. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Bentleys and Porsches flying around the streets, yachts. I think starter house is four or five million bucks. And they have the best massage parlors, too. How do you know that? Well, because the billionaires happen to frequent them, maybe. And that's, I, what I, that's what I hear. Alleged massage parlor, I'm saying. Right? I mean, this lovely little place in a strip mall. Orchids of Asia? Is that what you're talking Orchids about? Orchids of Asia. Is there a more innocent name anywhere? Orchids of Asia? Maybe what? What would be more innocent? I thought it was a flower shop. Yeah, so did I. Orchids of Asia. Like, because you're selling orchids there. But Mr. Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, apparently wasn't buying orchids. He got in trouble, huh? He's a big fan. He's big a big fan of the thing going on down here. He's a big fan of Asia. Uh, yeah, orchids of Asia. <laughs> he's not, now, now he's on the front page of the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and it's not for uh, you know selling wood products or razor blades or winning the Super Bowl, is it? No. Nobody pop. cares about that stuff. This is salacious. This is, this is salacious gossip. This is, this is our stock and trade, bro. This is, okay, this is what we love. This is fun when <laughs> when billionaires get caught for doing dumb crap like right, this. Because, yes, it is fun because it's entertaining. Yes, and and his lawyers really appreciate it because oh, absolutely. That, that I would just love to see that legal bill. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. The oh. Nego- Nego- here line one negotiation with Palm Beach County State's Attorney. Eight and a half hours at you know six hundred bucks an hour. And this is and this is so easy for the attorneys. This is so easy. This is like oh my god! But I'm going to charge you so much. Oh my god! That's every, right. I'm going to charge you a lot of money, Mr. Kraft. He's every, got a lot of money. Yeah, that retainer's being eaten up. Yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, yeah. whatever. You know, well, yeah. I, if supposedly there's a videotape, I, I here I'm making a prediction. We're going to see that videotape. It's I, it's going to be out there. Yeah. You know, there's going to be some entertaining, energized young. State's attorney or Popo had access to that videotape. Look out. It's coming to a station near you soon. But you know what? Uh, seriously, I think there's a big, apparently there's a big problem like this down in, uh, down in Jupiter, Florida. There's like, you've got, you've got your millionaire, millionaire, billionaire cloud, and you've got the, your sex trafficking, uh, industry. And then they just mix. They just cross paths all the time. It's all bad. It's pretty. It's there's, pretty sad. It's there's pretty no sad. upside for for getting caught in the uh, lovely uh, yeah position of you know being rich and on videotape. You know, listen, bro. If you're a billionaire, I mean, really, th- this is the best you can do. 
Haven't he heard of like Timber or Match.com or something? He's or, got, he's how got a young girl. the owner's he, box and walk through your stadium. Out of, out of 80,000 people sitting there, there's got to be a couple of chicks who will like you. Uh, yeah. If nothing else, they want to get out of the cold and drink, you know, free hot chocolate up in the owner's box. Yeah. Right? I, I'm sure you can find some <laughs> consensual, willing, you know, uh, you know what? young it, it's lady. Just, it's just, it's work. He doesn't want to work for it. He's just lazy. Let me go in here and. And, and, you know, hand out some cash. You know what I think, Paul? I think, <laughs> I think he's not very bright for a guy that's worth $6.5 billion. That's what I think. Well, what, what do you what? think, bro? I think Robert Kraft should be forced to give massages to every I NFL, owner, I love, I love NFL owner in a thong as an apology. <laughs> Plus, donate to a victim fund. What about that? Oh, he's going to be donating. I, I don't know what Palm County State Attorney's Office is going to do with that money, but he's going to be making a big donation. Yeah. Right to a victim fund. I gotta tell you, I, sex well, trafficking look, you victim got a law fund. License. I think we should take a trip down to Florida and find this young lady, and maybe represent her in the civil suit. I don't have Mr. Kraft. We don't have reciprocity. Uh, we'll find a local lawyer to, to, to stand in for us, bro. Okay, we, we could we could we could work on the any federal charges are uh, the book and movie deal that she could write. Maybe. I'm thinking you know we could represent book and movie deals. Yeah, yeah. you could represent her in front of ICE, right? If there's an immigration issue. And and all the money, exactly, free of charge, all the money, no, no, I mean, theoretically, 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 but yeah. It's not a public service law firm exactly, here, Exactly, okay? yeah. I'm, right. no, I'm no Michael Evanati, all right? He's probably been down there already with the little contract. <laughs> hey, hey, here, honey, sign here, okay? I, I, I Believe me, I'm good with, with you guys. I wouldn't doubt it. Here, sign up here. We'll go sue Mr. Kraft. Hey, but look. Look who else is in the news. Who is in the news, and, man. And, uh, you know, in the football arena. Oh. Hey, Remember this guy? You know guy? what? This is a great story, man. Yeah. I love this story, huh? Charles Philip. He was known as Peanut Tillman. Peanut Tillman, right? Mm -hmm. One of the best defensive bats. I'm, I'm thinking he's absolutely a Hall of Fame candidate. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Wonderful person. Yeah. Good great guy, guy, man. Had, had exactly. a very sick child. Uh, with a rare disease, and he did nothing but raise millions of dollars and yeah. bring public attention to it, him and his wife. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them great citizen athletes who, uh, you know, just a magnificent human being. What's he do when he retires? Now, let me tell you, he don't need the money. He's not doing no. it because he's broke. <laughs> he joins the FBI, man. Let me tell you. He's a G. And, you know, Charles got them hands that are like as big as, you know, a 17-inch computer screen. When when he grabs you with them big ass hands, he doesn't need any stick. Man, either. they're gonna hurt. Okay, <laughs> but I just think now, you, you know, you're a bad guy, and you're you're an NFL fan, and Tillman shows up to lock you up. I'm I'm, th I'm saying a lot of selfies are going to be going on with Peanut in his blue jacket with the gold letters on the back and the bad guys. I'm sure right? they're going to put him in the old public relations division of the uh, FBI. I don't think probably. I don't think he joined the FBI to be to be in the public relations <laughs> division. Okay, he's he's a full fledged agent. And he's not the first famous guy that joined the FBI. Imagine after. if you're a bad guy and, and uh, just run and, and, and you know you you're gonna run. run. Now. You're gonna run away. And, and then you get on caught. The and then you get team. caught by by Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Peanut grabs you. There'll be some bruises. I'm guessing when he gets done grabbing you. Before but, you take me in, can I get a quick selfie, please? Listen, please. you got to get a selfie with him, right? Yeah. And I and but listen, 37 years old, retires from the NFL, uh, and. He's absolutely Hall of Fame candidate. Absolutely. And he goes to work at the FBI. He's going to work there for the next 20, 25 years. 
I like peanut. This is a great story. You know, right? if Robert Kraft, if they, uh, if they, you know, hey, I think they're going to put the federal, we exactly. should send peanut to Peanut's go get gonna, his ass, right? Peanut's going to be on the Kraft case if it goes to the feds. I exactly. Think, I think they do the five o'clock in the morning raid with Tillman leading the charge to the front door, right? Huh? What are you doing here? Is there a game here? What's going on? Here? <laughs> There's a game, Mr. Kraft. I thought you were, thought you're, you're retired. You're going to jail today, retired. right? And I'm taking you. You do one of these. Like, what the remember, that going time, on? remember that time you could have traded for me, paid me a lot of money, and you didn't do it? You said, I don't like Peanut Tillman. Well, guess what? <laughs> I'm here now in a different capacity. Yeah, well. Adios. Good news for Peanut Tillman. Yeah, Peanut Tillman. A good guy becomes an FBI agent. We like this story. We like Peanut Tillman. And, I, you know, hey, if he goes into the Hall of Fame, is he wearing the FBI jacket when he gives his acceptance speech or a Bears jersey? I think both. He's going to be wearing a Bears jersey, okay? None of that North Carolina crap. <laughs> right. He'd be wearing a Bears jersey. Well, let's go to uh, Los Angeles, Paul. Uh, Los Angeles. Oh <laughs> I God. love this story, man. I mean, news, an- I mean this news anchors make, you know, you're on TV. Listen, you're, you're making not, a good living. You're in the number two market. You're making big dogs, A great right? market. It's, it's, it's L.A. It's beautiful. It's always sunny. It's, there's never a rainy season. Unless the rainy season. Well, you got the rainy season. Typically, no hurricanes. Maybe you get an earthquake every now earthquake. and then. Mudslides. Mudslide, yeah. yeah. But Big mudslides. All in all, it's a pretty good, pretty good life out it's in LA, right? It's a good job for a news anchor Especially out there if you're a news LA, anchor, right? exactly. But, right? you know, it wasn't enough for this guy. He had to, you know... He had to do a little extramarital stuff. He had yeah, well, to. I, I, I would say this one goes beyond extramarital. With some illicit drugs. <laughs> with some illicit drugs. And I think, you know He's what? He's placing just, them in parts of your body that normally aren't known for doing drugs. Just be careful what you place in certain orifices, okay? How about that? Well, let me tell you. Because that high could just go, you know. <laughs> It could just uh, lend you, uh, land, land you in an overdose. Christopher Burroughs, man. Uh, he's out there, and uh, he's anchoring the news at a major station, and he decides to go have a nooner with another guy. Mm. Now, nothing wrong with that. Unless, of course, you have a wife and a nine-year-old daughter at home. There you go, and while you're doing that nooner, you're going to do all the meth and sentiment you could do. Hey, Paul, we're going to finish up this story on the turnaround, okay? You've been listening to the Popo Report on WSAM 890, and got a couple happy endings coming up too, Paul, all right? So WLS, Rush Limbaugh, first plant, Ben Shapiro, it's like amazing. WLS. Not just a party line vote. AM 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men who protect us. This is the Popo Report. We're back, Chicago. Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino on WSAA and Chicago 890. Saturday night, 7 to 9. You can't miss us. And, hey, you do miss us. Right after the show, we're on the podcast, man. WLSAM.com. That's where you want to go. Right? We're all over, and it's free. Yeah. Exactly. We're all over, man. Everybody, we got, we got fan mail from... California, Decatur, Illinois this week. Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Distrito Federal. Huh? Exactly. That's right, brother. Got some Canada. From there, yeah. Australia. That's right. Right. It's happening. We're cooking. DC. Right. I saw I saw a fan mail from DC. Wow. From what? Uh, District of Columbia. Oh. <laughs> Is that part of the United States? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little, a, little, a little over a little little piece of land over by there. Over by there? Yeah. Is the cherry blossoms out yet? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, hey, we're going back in Los Angeles, okay? I'm going to talk about this news anchor that dies in the, the shady hotel with his, with his uh, I don't know, This I'm guessing this was not a steady boyfriend. I'm guessing he rented this one. Well, this guy's got a family, too, so it's kind of... Oh, oh does God. he? Oh, yeah. The other guy had a family? Uh, the guy who died, yeah. No, no, not the guy that died. Well, I don't the know about guy. the other guy. The other guy a, hey, to the other guy's credit, man, he jumped up and started CPR. Yeah. Right? He tried to save the dude. He tried to save the dude. The dude He's took like, too much meth that day, though. I didn't want to be a part of this guy. Hey, Luke, how do you do all this meth, have this wild, crazy sex, and then go back and anchor the news? Hey, Paul, you got to know your breaking you, you gotta point. you got to be a pro, man. No, i got to tell you. I mean, that's a pro that could go back and do that. you gotta have. You got to realize your breaking point when you're having all this fun, you know? <laughs> Luke, I haven't had that much fun in 40 years, okay? You know, what's going to work and what's not going to work, okay? you got to... Loop, if I don't have a nap before we do this show, I'm in trouble, okay? Never mind doing meth for about three or four hours and uh, acrobatic sex in a hotel with my boyfriend. S- That's not going to work for me, probably. You know, I'm sure this is not the first time, and he should have had a little self-reflection moment. Did I take it too far? <laughs> yeah, you think. Next time, should I take a little bit more? What's I, my breaking point? And this p- poor guy got hit his breaking this, this point. He probably yeah. was not thinking, man, was he? No, no. And I got to tell you, uh, you know, the news media didn't do his wife a favor when they drop in the last line, and he survived by his wife and nine-year-old daughter. That's not when it's going to be in the scrapbook, I don't think. But it'll be on Google forever. I've never heard of this term, poppers. Um, He reportedly inserted a second rock later on (laughs) in the encounter, placed a mask on. A mask. And doused the filters with poppers. Well, poppers refer to an inhalant. Of Emil Nitrate. I'm starting to think I might be missing something for the past 50 years or so. I mean, yeah. What's with this popper thing? Are they legal? Do you know? I, I, the closest I think to, <laughs> I get to poppers is jalapeno poppers. <laughs> to me too, right? <laughs> I don't think those are the poppers he was using, though, Lou. Yeah, apparently not. Amyl nitrate? Uh, amyl poppers? nitrate. Yeah. Not, not a good combination, no. No, not bad. Not with the meth? No. Stuffed into your rectum? That no. is a bad combination. Lethal? Hey, guys, just go out and have a couple beers. <laughs> That's right. Go what out and have a beer. What happened to having some? A day? How about drinking some tequila? <laughs> maybe, okay. Maybe do a shot, and yeah. then you call a it a day. A couple shots even, right? Get home before midnight, and every, it's, it's all good. Hey, this, it's all midnight. Good. This guy was in the middle of the day, all right? Well, yeah. The day's in, all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm really offended as an anchor. He should have been at the Four Seasons or the Rich Carlton, right? Well, she went in a nice place. You don't want to go able, out in the day's end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sheets yeah. might not even be clean at the day's end, all right? Hey, it could, could be it could be a bug problem there. I, this is not the place I want to go out, even with a happy ending. The problem was he 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 went for the like the trifecta happy ending, right? He, he just didn't know when to say no. Poor guy. Hey, he's raising the wrong generation. Nancy Reagan could have warned him. All right, hey. Down to funky crime and punishment, bro? I think so, man. Uh-huh. I think so. Yeah, I like funky crime and punishment. It's uplifting. It's a good way to end the show. We've got we've got a, a ton Not from that we're Florida. Ending the show. We've got a, a lot of time. A left. ton from Florida today, Paul. Uh, There's always a lot state, going on it? in Florida. That when it heats up, it gets better. So what do we do with this? What's 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 Are you looking at me like I know? I don't know. So we, so we got this Florida copper. Brett might know. Flo- Florida popo guy. You know what, they, what do he do? You know, when someone's in custody, he's in handcuffs. It's not a good idea to rough him up, especially when, you know, we've got a bunch of cameras on you. So that's what happened to this guy. He had his own camera on or was what? No, there's, you know, the public. He resigned. uh, Surveillance, surveillance cams. Well, yeah, he probably couldn't stand the heat, poor guy. The county sheriff's office, I believe that's Gulfside, right? Yes. Deputy Blake Grossi. 
Mm-hmm. Grassy. He's still doing elbow strikes on the teenager while he was cuffed. I mean, we all know that the kid probably deserved it, oh. you know, but can't do it in handcuffs. Young lad. Yeah, exactly. Young lad probably didn't deserve elbow strikes while he was cuffed. Oh, my God. Even the dad said it. He, I, I mean, he probably he, dropped the F word on him. He, 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 you know, and our boy Blake. He got a problem with the, the Popo guy named Blake. Even okay, his, maybe Blake should be like a model or a movie star or a pharmaceutical drug salesman, right? Not not. Not a deputy. Hey, listen, Paul. Even his father. His father said his son deserved it. He's talking a bad about Blake's kid. father or the kid who got the kid. Whipped? The kid who got the kid who got whacked. <laughs> Not whacked, as in you know you, you, you get elbowed. Yeah, yeah. you got elbow strikes. Yeah, and MMA stuff coming out, man. Even the popo are practicing now. So yeah, guys, it's not a good idea to do that anymore. Just you know, yeah, just do like Loopy does. It's called self. Down, right? It's called self restraint. Yeah. Self restraint. Okay. Yeah. You're in handcuffs. Peaceful. Just take a big That's yoga right. breath. Namaste. You know what? A big on, yoga break, a little little upward dog or downward dog, right? On to the next job. This is not, don't take it personal, you know? Hey. I think in the LA anchor was a, too much downward dog that day, okay? Not enough. What do you call it? What's the yoga Upward thing? dog and yeah, downward yeah. dog, yeah. yeah. <laughs> too much too much downward dog. That's right. So uh, we're great. We're going to Pennsylvania now. How about that? Uh, well, better than Florida, I guess, right? We'll, we'll be back in Florida. Uh, uh, we will be back in Florida. So what happened? What do we do down in Pennsylvania? <laughs> Well, there's over, a, over by there. Over by there. So we have a young journalist. Her name is, uh, uh, let's see, Hilly Kate Lysak. And uh, she's actually a, a protege. She's a well-known um, 15-year-old journalist, and she got some crap from a local popo telling her not to, uh, you know, don't. Don't film me. Make sure my make sure my image or my name don't don't I, I, go I, online. The, the, you know, when the popo starts arguing with 15-year-olds, it's usually downhill. It's yeah. probably not a good idea. But I can't even argue. Did. I can't even argue with my two-year-old. It's always down, and, and I always no. end up on the wrong, you know. Yes, you're with not the wrong end of the stick. I'm never going right? to win. It. Yeah. So but, what? What? What did the Popo say to this young journalist? Well, it's not what he said. Oh yeah, necessarily. <laughs> he said he said something not nice, right? <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in this whole freedom of the press, you know, crap, all right? Most people don't like this whole freedom of the press thing. It's a little bit too liberal for them. This First Amendment is very bothersome. So, you know what? You, the whole journalism, First Amendment thing, just get away from me, 15-year-old. Yeah, 15-year-old. It doesn't work for me. And what did our young 15-year-old do? Uh, she's very tenacious. She wasn't buying it. She kept at it. She's she, like, what she, did I do wrong, officer? By the, uh, by the way, I, I believe she's 12-year-old, bro. Is it 12? Wow. Yeah. Even better. Hildy uh, Isaac, 12 years old. And she faces down the Arizona cop. Hey, she throws down and says, pal, First Amendment. And guess what? <laughs> the cop said to her, to quote, hey, kid, I'll throw your little ass in juvie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and and Hildy wasn't buying. I'm like, no, for what? I didn't do hey, anything Hildy wrong. Hildy got that camera running, man. It's not a felony. It's Hildy's like a YouTube sensation now with like 80 million hits on her stuff. Oh, she's a huge sensation. So be careful. Hey, hey, there's an open, into opening Hildy. for an anchor in L.A. Uh, Hildy should be applying for that job. It, I, it's safe to say Hildy may not be in the hotel in between shows. The, the, the station might be safe with that hire. I think wherever wherever Hildy goes, people better watch out, man. She's, she's, a, fine, huh? she's a force to be reckoned with. Exactly. We like, we like at twelve, Hildy. and you know, at twelve, she's a force to be reckoned That's with. That's right. Hey, hey, Popo, you don't scare me. No, I'm twelve years old. I will kick your ass, okay, with this little pen and pad. 
Hey, listen, I mean, it's is it even worth it to even go down this road anymore? No, it's not. No. Police officers. You know what? You're entitled, ma'am, sir. You're entitled to film anything you want. Just don't interfere with my job or it's with the, me. It's not even even a 12-year-old. Here's my you know. badge number. Here's my name. That's where you should be very polite, very upfront about the whole thing. It's not, right? ne- it's not necessary. Time for a break, brother. We got a break, and then we're coming back with the grand finale. That's right, Pop. We're going to come back to Florida with a grand finale. We've got a couple grand finales. We right? usually do. And uh, you won't want to miss them. You've been listening to the Popo Report on WLSAMA 90. New scientific research shows that Trump's election has been detrimental to the mental health of millions of Democrats. But we knew that. Monday on the Chris Plant Show. 9 till Rush. WLS AM 890. All right, Popo Nation. This is what you've been waiting for. Happy ending time. Grand finale. The big climax. WLS AM 890 Chicago. And don't forget, WSAM890.com. You can listen to the grand finale any over and over and over again, if you like, right? Mm-hmm. Luke, we're finished. We're going out with a bang tonight. We're going out strong back in we Florida. Are. We always go out strong, man. We're finishers, buddy, right? Exactly. We come spinning out of that turn, man. We're in first place, usually. Becky's over there twirling her hair, looking at us all. She's even hot. It's she like, loves this one. She's going, damn, you guys are something else. It's like, come on, guys. Let's get me out of here. I got to get out in that cold, man. I got It's too heated up in here. Even Brett's looking a little, you know, misty over there on us. We're hot tonight, brother. So what happened? The Popo go to the mayor's house. Now, you think when you go to the mayor's house, right, it, it should not be a tough night, right? Newport, Ritchie, Florida, that, which, by the way, is like the most boringest town in the state of Florida, right? It trailer parks and, and small little homes and no rich millionaire Lamborghinis running around Newport, Ritchie, my friend. Right, there's a Hooters there. That's about about as exciting as it gets. Except the mayor made it pretty exciting, didn't he? Hey, man, there's nothing wrong. I love Hooters. Dale Massad. Dale, Dale elected mayor in 2015. Got a, got a little law beef, didn't he? A little problem. And I got to tell you, it wasn't paying an ambulance bill. This is a little bit more serious. Well, if your medical license gets suspended, <laughs> you shouldn't be practicing medicine, especially out of your house. Licensed out of your license. house. I don't need no stinking license. I'm the mayor. So the Popo show up, right? To have a chat about this whole practicing medicine without a license. And what does Dan do? Mayor Dan. And shoots at him. <laughs> he opens up. He, he starts shooting at the SWAT team. Although I'm not quite sure that it's absolutely necessary to SWAT team is at the mayor's house in Newport Ritchie. Okay? I mean, maybe they could have handled this a different way. Maybe he's leaving his office. They just grab a keys and come over here. Well, his office I mean, is his home, right? He could be coming out to get the newspaper in the morning. I'll have Tony Soprano in his bathrobe. You just grab him. You know, right? maybe he's going to go out and, you know, buy a, I don't know, whatever. Uh, go to the store, the grab team him. shows up and they're shooting the locks off with shotguns and throwing stun gun grenades in through the door. Stun grenades, And, and, yeah. and, the, pol- and the mayor got a little offended and said, hey, he'd start shooting back, right? But he didn't hit nobody. Do you blame him? No, I do not blame him. Absolutely do not. When When people start shooting up your house in the middle of the day, that's usually... You know, a prelude to a home invasion. This, in, in this particular case, it's a police popo home invasion, right? But it was a knock and announce. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's and not what like the popo say he's lucky he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing because he was the mayor, he didn't get dead. For Joe, regular Joe citizen, he'd get ventilated when he pulls a gun out on a popo on a raid. Anyways, he's 68 years old. And I don't think he's do a lot of time in jail over this one, right? I'm sure. In fact, I'm predicting he ain't going to jail. 
I'm sure they'll have a nice talk about it and uh, everyone right. will go on with their lives. All right, we're going to Louisiana. You know, he relinquished his medical license back in 92. He's been practicing. I don't need a license, right? But uh, what is that? 92 minus 19. That's, that's a long time, right? Yeah. Like 27 years or something to do that as license. We're just, F- FDLE's just now getting around, the, you know, doing something about it. He was the mayor. Onward and upward, my friend. Next was the mayor. Was what's the mayor. next story, huh? Man goes bananas in Louisiana. Oh, huh? I like that loop. I'm, 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 hearing, I'm hearing rap song. Uh, you know, R. Kelly, clearly, he's not got no record contract. Maybe there's an opening for us over there at Sony. Get Beyonce, Jay-Z on the, on the horn, man. See see if they can whip us up a little contract. What, what's the name of our first rap tune? Uh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Come right. on. Come on. We could do it. <laughs> we could do it. Uh, Banana Man in Louisiana Land. Is that our new song? Is that going to be the hit? So what did the the gorilla guy do? Yeah, but this is the the only thing that struck me about this report. This is one thing. It's down in the South. It's down in Louisiana. And go go figure. Go figure. Go figure. They have a law that basically says you can't wear a mask. They've got big issues with people wearing masks. What about masks. Halloween? You can wear a mask on Halloween? People wearing no? masks down there. You know, there's a big history Yeah, listen, there's about a, this thing called wearing. Mardi Gras. It never stops in Louisiana, okay. okay? They're wearing masks all the time. You know? This would mean one of them. Sulfur, Louisiana, one of them little tiny parishes, right? The guy's wearing a gorilla suit. I, I would think if you're wearing a full gorilla suit, Brett, you're entitled to a mask, right? Brett's saying yes. He's nodding this. Becky's smiling. That means yes. You, if you're wearing a full gorilla suit, you get the damn mask. You got okay? f- yeah, exactly. You got to complete the whole the whole thing. Of course, I don't think you get to run into strangers' houses and hide underneath the bed. That that's that, probably where the issues, you know, really got kind of heated up. That's a no no. He's also a little meth action. Yeah, uh, no, meth usually gets you gets you into trouble. Yeah, the meth always peeks into these stories, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I, this was a great story. The next story is a great story. We've got a bunch of Girl Scouts out in Virginia, in South Carolina, right? They're selling cookies. They're freezing their cookies off because it's, like, really cold. And and this guy walks in, and he says, girls, I'm going to buy it all. I'm going to get all of it. It's all I'm going gonna, gonna to get your little butts in the store. It's too cold. I'm buying all these cookies, 500 yeah. bucks, right? They take a picture of this guy. He's a really good-looking dude, man. And he's smiling, and he's happy, and the girls are happy. And he walks out with $500 worth of Girl Scout cookies. It's a good, a good happy ending, right? And not <laughs> well, really. not for this guy. <laughs> not, no, not for What happened, Luke? The ATF, what happened? the DEA, come knocking at his door. 22-count 22, 22 indictment, man. Oh, this guy's a big dealer. Oh, he's a big shot. This. this is such a great story. Oh, my God. I, you know what? We, we should do the defense for this guy. Anybody who buys $500 of Girl Scout cookies, all right, total strangers, he don't know these kids, right? He can't be all bad. Was he having the a DA mu- might have a different attitude about this one. And Cialino's saying this guy has got a lot of redeeming qualities, right? He was just having the munchies, uh, you know. And, I, I think uh, he was just being a nice guy, man. His name's McGowan. McGowan was just, you know, uh, these girls are out here, they're freezing. Their stupid moms and dads are out here letting them sell yeah. cookies in 20 below zero weather. Local I'm Irish guy, yeah. Cookies, get them out of the cold, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've thought of doing that, but I don't want to spend $500. If I could do it for like 30 or 40 bucks, I'd probably, you know. Paul, what's $500 no, I'll take you? my picture, though, and say, what a great guy. $500 is nothing to you, Paul. You would have done this. Yeah, on. I would have dropped that in a heartbeat, bro. Right? God knows. I, I, we, certain entertainers would have probably paid a lot more. Well, we won't go there. All right? 
<laughs> Especially when teens are around. That's yeah. right. That's right. We, we can't do that story. But McGowan gets locked up, indicted by the DEA. And uh, he didn't ask for, you know, and probably the DEA sees his picture in the local paper and go, whoa, McGowan, there he is. <laughs> we can find him. Right? They got him. At the jail he goes. We got a happy ending, Paul. All this right, is let's a great... do a happy ending because I'm depressed after poor McGowan's story. This is a great one out of Florida. Uh, we're you back know, to Florida. We can't help it. A couple get caught, you know, doing whatever illegal what things are they that doing, are doing. They weren't doing anything bad. Were they doing something bad when they got arrested? It doesn't matter. Fort Pierce Police Department. Been to Fort matter. Pierce, nice town, right? The point is, you get arrested. You know, <sighs> you get arrested together, and then you know. Uh, the, uh, the the guy doesn't get handcuffed. Bro, they got arrested because, for stealing jewelry from Walmart. A, uh, what kind of jewelry are we talking about? I didn't okay? realize Walmart had jewelry. But, We're talking about yeah. the, the little string things you put on your wrist that say peace and love and happy ending, maybe? What? What kind of jewelry? So, it's not exactly crime of the century. I guess you were the cop wasn't, you know... Too wound up about this. Yeah, so they put them together, put them together back behind the squad They're car. They're a couple, right? They're a couple, yeah. She yeah. gets handcuffed in the front, yeah. and then he yeah. doesn't get handcuffed because, you know, hey. he's, uh, you know, I guess he's got a, he's a little disability. And the popo said, yeah, you can smoke a cigarette because you're getting ready to go to jail. I'm a nice guy. Have just, that last cigarette before you jump in my car. I don't, just you know, relax. Just relax. I don't have to break out the air freshener for that cigarette smell. So I let him smoke a cigarette, right? Yeah, things got out of hand, though, Paul. Oh, you know? man. And I think, not going to be a happy ending, is it, Luke? And police officer, <laughs> but police officer was enjoying it, too. He, was, he, let him, he let him, you know, get a little frisky behind the... Uh, squad car? Squad car. Or in the squad a car. Romantic. In the back seat. Yeah, got a little romantic, yeah. And then he said, hey, you know what? It's a slow shift. It's a slow night, right? He was probably smoking a cigarette at this point. Uh, like, what uh, happened? What happened? Probably Luke? had some popcorn going. And, you, know. Frisk, you know, them animals from Internal Affairs show up, all right? This always, is not nice. Always right? in your business. Always in huh? your business. He, he, exactly. You know, right. They're in your business. Internal Affairs is not minding their own business. And with that loop, that's the end of the Popo Report for Saturday night, my friends. As we always say, Paul, don't poo-poo on the Popo. Hey, mind your business. And watch your six. We'll see you next week.